Welcome to Friday's edition of Casual Friday. Is this thing working? It is. Good morning. Good morning. It is so good to be here this morning, Friday, end of the day, but we're going to keep on, keep on. The weekend's coming. The weekend's coming. We're going to give you the news today. We're going to kind of review a little bit of the border that's been going on and kind of add a little update. Sorry if you think we're pounding on the border, but let me tell you, that's a that's a big, giant issue. If you don't realize how big of an issue that is, you need to start looking at it and pay attention. You really do. I think we might have a constitutional crisis on our hands. Hey, man, if you put a fence up around your yard and the government was standing there and kept opening your fence and allowing people into your yard, what are you going to do after a little while? Are you going to fight back? Yes. Are you going to stand your ground and tell them you can't do this to us? Yes. Yeah. Then that's kind of what we're seeing going on, and everybody sees it, and it's time we all stand up. It is time. But you want to know something? Those those um, sanctuary cities all over the country, you know, they are asking people right now to house illegal immigrants. So to me, that is kind of the same thing that you just got through talking about. The government keeps op- opening your fence and inviting them into your place. Yes. That's your private place. Well, that's exactly what's going on at our southern border. Tell me, tell me the one place they haven't said, hey, why don't we just open the doors and they can live in there? There's a lot of rooms in the White House, ain't there? There is a uh, lot. We ain't heard not one word. There's a lot of rooms in the in the Congress buildings. We ain't heard not one word and about I putting know them there. There's got to be some room in that Pentagon building over there. Yes, sir. You know, the, there are huge buildings, and the government wants them in here. Then, by God, they need to house them themselves. In their houses. In their houses. Yes, ma'am. Not ask the people to do it. Hey, you know, the, the I think it was the city of Chicago. They're fixing, they're, they're trying to get do away with the sanctuary city stuff. I mean, they really are. They're freaking out up there. Yeah. Um, we just heard even, something this morning about that. Yeah, even their, even their old leftist mayor, you know. Even he, though he had to come out and say, but I vote Democrat. No, that was the alderman we were listening oh, to on the news. Sorry, I'm my bad. about the mayor himself. Yeah, it was the alderman mm-hmm. that was talking about the mayor and saying that they are doing a petition or something to get rid of the sanctuary city status. Yes, yes they are. So, yes, that's who I was talking and, about. And I hope that that happens. I really do, you know. You know, I do, too, because, you know, the people di- don't get a voice. The government is the one that decided they wanted sanctuary cities. The people themselves did not vote for that. No, they didn't. So I think that they have a good lawsuit. I do, too. You know, every one of them. So stand up. Stand up for your con- for your state. It's everybody is a border town. Every state is a border state. Stand up for your state. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Stand up for the people in your state. Just do it. You know, but Biden demands Abbott to let the Border Patrol into Shelby Park, which is false on its premise because Abbott is letting the Border Patrol enter already, but they get to go to the dock, and if any migrants just happen to get by, they get them. So this is something that the Biden administration does. They demand stuff that they're already getting. And, and act as though they're not getting it. Um, the thing the Biden administration is not doing, though, is following the law. That's exactly right. The, the laws that are on the books, and that's basically what Governor Abbott is asking him to do. 
follow the laws that are already there. If you can't do that, then you're negligent in your duties and you're yep. derelict in your duties. And it's up to me now as governor or governor Abbott, it's up to governor Abbott as governor now to take the lead, stand up and protect our borders. That's exactly protect right. Our state. And, and think about this in that kind of line, even with putting the razor wire up, the state of Texas pays for that razor wire. We they pay for me and all you. the labor mm-hmm. to bring it out there to set it up. When the when the federal government comes walks right over there and starts cutting it, that's destroying state property, is it not? That is destroying state property. Shouldn't that, that be a Supreme crime? The Supreme Court just got through saying that they could do. Shouldn't that be a crime? Yes, it should destroying be a crime. federal uh, state property. Yes. Yep. Yes. If I, if I walk up there to the Capitol building in Austin and I start throwing rocks through the window, guess what? I'm going to jail. That's right. So it, to me, the law in, an, in a fair and equal system, the moment they clip that wire, they should be arrested. That's exactly right. <laughs> hey, I want to ask you this question. I want to yeah. ask you this question. Who do you think said this? When asked about the southern border and the issue of sanctuary cities, I'm going to read this quote to you. Okay. You have to have a federal government that can enforce laws. This administration has been fundamentally derelict in not funding any of the requirements that are needed even to enforce the existing laws. Would he allow cities to ignore federal government? No. Who do you think said that? That sounds like something I just said. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's why I brought this point up. Because you just said this, and Joe Biden said this in 2007 during a George W. Bush administration. Right. So why the flip-flop? Why all of a sudden you have to break all of our laws that you yourself said need to be followed? Because they're working with the cartels to facilitate human smuggling. The Democrat Party wants to flood our country and distort and break down our American values and break down what it means to be American. They want these people in here. That's the only reason I can figure out. That's the only logical conclusion I can come to. Because for some reason, they just don't want to be transparent and talk to the American people about this. Yeah. You know, they want to hide it and right. force the issue on us, you know, without even um, asking. Right. You know, but, you know, as it stands now, though, Texas isn't relinquishing the border to Biden and continues to put razor wire up to stop illegal entering. So everybody be watching out for what's going on at the border this weekend. The time is almost up. What, the Biden administration gave them 24 hours to yeah. let them in? I believe this weekend and this coming week is going to get pretty crazy. You know? Yeah, so uh, keep they, your eyes open. I kind of agree with, with with watching Jesse Kelly last night on TimCast. I kind of agree with him. Man, what this could lead to is a really bad thing, and we really don't want that. You know, but at the same time, I'm hoping that these guys can really, truly come together and figure out something. Yeah, My, we, we do have a crisis right now. and We do. And, and to me, the perfect figuring it out would be, hey, close the border, vet these people the correct way, spend your time with them, find out who they are, find out what they're wanting to come here for, find out if they have medical issues, if they have contagious diseases, um, 
are they even legal in their own country to be coming here to begin with? What kind of troubles did they have to vet these people, man? Yes. I have no trouble with people wanting to come over here and do things the right way. But my point with all of this is, is until that person or his family has went through the process, that man and his family, in my opinion, needs to stay over there until that's completed. Then you can more than gladly come over here and I will come down there and wave an American flag and give you an American flag and tell you, God bless it. You're an American now with me and I'll teach you how to be an American because you came here looking for a better life. Did you not? I'll welcome that, but I don't welcome the way the process is being run to just allow them to come in. They're giving them $3,000. They're giving them a cell phone. So that coincides with their, their law of, you know, they have to have the means to go through the legal challenges and go through everything mm-hmm. to, and, and then so they're to paying go, them and to, to pay all their, their legal fees right. and everything. And they give them the cell phone so that they can get in touch with them about their court date and they can communicate back and forth. Yes. But I know how much money is that costing per person when the best way to do it in the most cost effective way. And then probably honestly, the most efficient way to do it is to keep them over there until that happens, until they are vetted completely and they're medically cleared. When you bring them over, then hand them that stuff. Yes. Don't just give it to and them. They're more proud of it. And then they want to be part of the process that and is- part of America and show up to their court dates and do everything like, the government tells you to do to jump over, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I want to say something before we do move on though. I want to thank every one of the governors that has stood up with Abbott in the state of Texas. That gives you hope for our country. It man. really does. 25 states. That's 26 states altogether counting Texas that um, are in agreement of what governor Abbott is doing. We need they're, More. They're we ready. need Vermont is the only Republican state <laughs> that has not come out as of this moment right. in time. Right. So people are kind of wondering why and what's up with that. Yeah, they support it, and they're you know the, those those governors support it, and they're ready to send their National Guard to us. Biden's trying to holler, I can federalize the National Guard. Uh, uh, I don't you think re- you can. Well, he he can, but I don't think he really won't. I don't know if he can. No, Texas pays for their National Guard. Oklahoma pays for their National Guard. That isn't a federal we, government and, thing. And, you know, as we've seen, as we've seen in certain videos, certain reports, a lot of the Border Patrol guys are the same. They they, they feel the same as we do, and they're, they're scratching their heads down there. And... I think there would be more people than you think. Right. And that's my stand that, up that's at kind this of, point. Exactly. That's why I'm kind of saying even if Biden could do that, federalize our state's National Guards, even if he thought he could do that, I wonder how many of them would go, I belong to the state. I'm checking out, dude. I, I don't want no part of this anymore. Yep. I think a lot of them. Because, you know, I, I keep hearing that the Border Patrol is on the side of the state. Yeah. You know, most of those people that are that are on the Border Patrol are Texans. Yes. And it affects their daily and nightly and whenever they're off of work lives, too, just like anybody else. 
Yeah. And it's dangerous down there for them. And Governor Abbott has watched this this whole time and has done everything he can to protect them. And, and that's what he's doing. He's protecting the Border Patrol as well and the National Guard and their families because they have families to go home to as well. Illegal immigration is killing our country. Yes. Well, let's there. move on. Let's move on. We have headlines. Headlines Friday. And so what we're going to do is just read a, a, a little bit about it. We're not going to spend a whole lot yeah, of time on anything. Nah. Because we just spent a lot of time on the border, but we need to pound it on. Okay, here we go. Guess what happened? The Republican National Committee, Ron McDaniel's leader, came out yesterday. She is the leader, Dorson, yeah. She is. And she's failing at it pretty badly. Always has. She... No one, no one wants her there. And what she was trying to do was save her job. And President Trump refuses to take the bait as Ronna McDaniel desperately tries to save her job. So she came out yesterday saying that she was going to endorse President Trump and the primary was over. Well, she has soon turned around and said, no, I take that back. <laughs> do you think she got some commitments from other donors, or do you just think that she did the wrong thing? Yeah. She should not have done that to Nikki Haley. No. Period. Because she spent a lot of money. It's her decision. It's a, This is a free country. We can all say the primary is over come South Carolina because we know that for all purposes it will be. Yes. You know, the, we already see the trend. We already know the polls. And it's going to be really hard for Nikki Haley to get the elect, the, the votes. But I let, mean, to get the... But at the same time... The but at the same the time, if, if even I jumped into the race and I pulled the number of voters that she did, even if they were Democrats. stacked with Democrats, mm-hmm. if I pulled the number of voters in off of Iowa and New Hampshire... I'm totally justified to continue this race if I want to, and I get that. I do, too. I thought it was very uncalled for for Ronna McDonald to do that, and I seriously think that's what she was trying to do is save her job. Yeah. And right now, the RNC doesn't have any money. They're running out of money because people aren't donating to them right now because Ronna McDaniel is still the lead. Maybe that's what she realizes, then. <laughs> if, Haley's, if Haley's donors are ready to continue to back her, then Ron is ready to receive the money. So well, maybe she got some commitments from them. I, you know what I mean? I think, okay, this is just mine. I My opinion is that Ronna McDaniel is out of money, and her people told her, you need to go ahead and get behind President Trump so that we can get some money from his donors. Get Trump money. Yes. And did it work, do you think? Nope. No. No, because people were out all day yesterday giving the address to send the money to for President Trump. Yeah. Not the RNC. <laughs> because, well, you know, we can cancel people, too. They canceled us in yeah. 2020 when they stole an election. Yep. They canceled us. Yes, they did. Then we, we had the right to cancel them back. It's a free, it's a free republic here. Yeah. Well, and you remember how dirty they done us during 2022 elections, too, yes. where they can't, they literally campaigned against us. They campaigned against MAGA candidates in the in, 22 election. Yes, they did. And they're suffering for it now. They are. And they're realizing. (laughs) You know, I even read an article this morning about a Democrat came out and said, I really had no idea how angry Republicans were until President Trump. 
And then after President Trump left, how they're still angry. And he says, I didn't get it till now. Yeah. People are starting to get that the people have been angry at our government for a long time. It's it, it. And all we needed was one person to stand up for us. Yeah. One person. And that's President Trump. Well, and, 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 and yeah, just like with what you're saying, it, it, it always works that way with narcissists or manipulative or tyrannical type people, you know, control freaks. The, the, when, when you give an inch, they take a mile. Yes. And that's what our government has done with us. And, and, you know, even Jesse Kelly and them talked about this last night because we, we did watch the, the Tim Cast show last night, and, and Jesse brought up some good points. I love Jesse Kelly. Yeah. And he brought up some good points. And one of the things that he mentioned in that, that the biggest story that we're all kind of missing or, or we haven't talked about was the fact that the Western, the nations of the Western world are beginning to weaponize their governments against their people, man. Yeah. And, and like when when was the switch? They're shutting you know they're shutting down free speeches. They're taking away a lot of individual rights. They're lawless. You know they're taking their away people. their their farmers' rights. Yes, they're charging exorbitant. If you've been really paying attention to what's going on in the Western world, they are protesting big time. And you know what's in dri- these other countries. And you know what's driving all this, right? The globalist agenda, the new world order type thing. Yes. And that's what's driving all this, the green energy scams. The DEI scams along with it. Saving our planet, you know. Yeah. Planet's going to do what it's going to do. Is there anything that you're going to do to make it any better? You're one person. Yeah. There ain't no way. Speaking of the planet, what rained a lot last week. God, God. dog, boy, we were waterlogged. We were waterlogged. Our road itself flooded like four times. Yeah. You know, and then we have a, a plug plugged something beside us over here. In the in road our, ditch. In the yeah. road ditch and the curve here because we live in the curve. Yeah, it plugged up and flooded the entire thing. So I, our I yard is that. a mess. My chickens got, they're a mess. They're a mess. Yeah. Everything's a mess. They're, I got to go out there and clean all that up today. <laughs> they're grumpy. They're grumpy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And we got little baby chicks coming. So we're fixing to go pick them up. So that's going to yeah. be fun. But talking about the rainfall amounts, we had, you know, we've had as much reported. I've, I've seen some reports as high, you know, um, Monday, the rain amounts for Angelina County was an inch. It says 1.03 inches. Tuesday, it says there was 1.07. By Wednesday, there was right at an inch of rain. It sure seemed like a lot more. But, you know, when you look at the averages all over the, the East Texas area, what there's how much anyway i i looked it up on the map here and livingston has a volunteer evacuation order at this time um because the livingston dam is higher than it should be so starting to be looking for that yep they're starting to have they're going to have to open the gates pretty soon yeah but the the um rainfall amounts the total amounts were anywhere from 3.98 to 6.98 inches 980 inches yeah so it they got a lot a lot of rain and a lot of that come from the river swelling at all you know and that's the the flood re- yeah the flood regions around getting, the dams and all that yeah getting so much water um we we know that some bunch of the roads were closed around the Dabal area a bunch of them were closed in the Nacogdoches area and the water's probably down by now but I just hope I just hope that everybody was safe throughout all of that if you did have to get out and all that nasty stuff 
I know. I know we got, we were very fortunate. We didn't have to really get out in it. So let's see what's next on the headlines. Here we go. Mainstream media is losing badly in newsprint and online. Mainstream media bloodbath. This is from Axios. News outlets slash jobs as businesses suffer. Nearly a dozen mainstream media companies are getting staff and are gutting staff and scrambling to rescue their struggling businesses. The media business is shrinking at the national, state, and local levels. A scary, stark new reality for thousands of journalists. Media cuts were so severe last year that most industry observers weren't expecting such intense cutbacks in 2024. But an ongoing bloodbath is decimating news outlets nationwide. It's also fueling a few new round of conflict between unions and management as tensions run high. Yeah, I heard that there's um, been protests and they've been walking picket lines and striking. Yeah, right here it says Forbes new- Newsroom Union began a three-day walkout Thursday arguing manage- management was union busting. Yeah, it even goes on to talk about some of the, the companies. Insider, um, they eliminated 8% of their workforce. New York Daily News editorial union walked off the job Thursday to protest the chronic cuts by their owners. Private equity firm Alden Capital, Paramount, the LA Times, Sports Illustrated, their their newsroom was gutted last week too by sweeping layoffs after its parent company, the Arena Group, failed to make a $3.75 million quarterly payment to the group from which it licensed the Sports Illustrated brand. So, that's a quarterly loss. That's big, man. They yeah. couldn't even make that payment. That's big. That is that is very big. You know what that means? That means independent news, podcast journalists, we're all winning. We're all winning. Hey, we're, we're canceling them because they yep. canceled us by lying to us yep. and giving us the narrative of the day. We yep. want the truth. We want transparency. <laughs> and we want you to tell us what's going on. Yeah. We may be the smallest podcast known to mankind right now, but, but we're we, winning too. We're winning too. That's exactly right. Because <laughs> I'll count it. <laughs> I, the, you know what? We do have a fan base. And our 13 followers out there, thank you very much. Thank you. You would keep us going strength every in, single day. Strength in numbers, strength baby. Strength in numbers. We yep. love every one of you. But this is what, I mean, we don't mean to laugh at people's, you know. Misfortune. Misfortune. We really don't. But. They did it to themselves. They did do it to themselves. You know, everything that I'm reading right here is leftist leaning media. Yeah. I don't see any right leaning media in this list here. Because the Bloomberg Industry Group laid off 14 employees and shuttered down one of his Washington, D.C. offices. Let's see here. Jezebel and with uh, G&O Media laid off 23 editorial staff and cut fewer than 20 editorial staffers. Um, Washington Post <laughs> announced its plan to offer voluntary buyouts in an effort to cut 240 jobs. And then BuzzFeed reported a 35% year-over-year decrease in ad revenue. And then the Paramount, well, let's see here, major media networks are facing similar pressures. Warner, Bro- Warner Brothers, Discovery, Comcast, NBC, Universal, Paramount, Fox, and Disney posted a 12% average decline in linear ads. 
So they're not getting ads from people either because the ad revenue is going where? To podcast and radio because it's cheaper. Yep. You know, people can't afford those million dollar ads anymore. It's more effective. And it's more effective. Well, and and they're beginning to understand the, the, the sentiment and the feel and the vibe of the people. You know, so that's the media rundown. I want to say real quick, though, I have to give a shout out to one of our favorite people in the MAGA movement, uh, Peter Navarro. The leftist judge gave him four months in jail. He was in contempt. Yeah. We got this from the National Pulse. But one wait, of my favorite places to go, go yep. to National Pulse. He was in contempt. But hey, wait a minute. Wasn't Lois Lerner in contempt? Wasn't Eric Holder in contempt? Wasn't Hunter Biden in contempt? Where's their four months? Yeah. Where's their anything? Yeah. They just dropped off the earth. And no, Hunter gets to come back on his own terms now. Because he made a big deal about them when they were trying to get him for um, breaking, a not doing a congressional subpoena. He shows up, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, oh, me. they're fixing to convict him or you know send it off to the DOJ or whatever to do what they did to Peter Navarro and Steve Bannon. And guess what? He gets to go in there and sit down and have his deposition now. So... It, you know, I do think that Steve Bannon did offer that later on, and they didn't let him, you know. So I think it's all it's all biased, of course. Leftist judges. This is what we get in Washington, D.C. now. It's what we get all over the country. It's what it seems like. Yeah. All righty, that's all I have for y'all. Yeah, I guess before we today. get... I guess before we get wrapped up, I just got a couple I want to I grab here real quick. Cool. For, and this is from Axios. Uh, headline is Florida House passes bill that would ban children under 16 from social media. And the, the article says Florida's House passed a bill that would limit youth access to social media by banning new and existing accounts of users younger than 16 years old. So they, they go on here to give you the why it matters part of it. I've got my I've got my point to make, but here's their why it matters. And now I'm going to tell you why I believe it matters. Why it matters. The Republican-backed bill, which hones in on social media's addictive features, would be one of the strictest social media restrictions in the country if passed by the Senate and signed into law by Governor Ron DeSantis. What do you see wrong with that statement right there? Honestly. The whole statement was wrong. Well, what, here's, what I, here's what I see. Okay, if, if you're honing in on social media's addictive features, that would be... This would be one of the strictest social media restrictions in the country if passed. But the only thing I see you trying to restrict is people's access to it. Okay? If you believe that it's a danger to them, or if you believe that it's bad for them, instead of you focusing on the people, again, talking about the weaponization type thing. Yeah, this is a government overreach. It's a government overreach. It is. You know we don't need a nanny state. We don't want a nanny state. And this no. is nanny state action right here. You know, and another thing I thought of is everything is on the internet. Everything. They're learning, their education. They, you know, do things on the internet. Everything is online. Everything is Wi-Fi, um, TVs, everything. So how are they going to restrict anyone under 16 from that? Okay. I mean, I'm, 
not understanding, I guess. Okay, there again, too. There again, too. If this is what you're wanting to see, and, 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 and you know, maybe the intentions are good with this, but if, if what you're wanting to see is a lot of youth not be on their phones as much, not be into these social media sites, not be going to dark web places or porn or any of these other things, if you don't want that, how about you encourage the people of the state of Florida, the parents, the schools. That's it. Why you don't you the encourage schools, them? Hey, we don't want this. Encourage them to teach them these things about this about, and encourage mm-hmm. the parents to do what? Stand up and be a parent. You know, how come we don't have classes about social media anymore? Well, I don't I don't know. I mean, well, we never had. I'm sorry about that. I said anymore, but we've never had. Social media and the internet can be can a, be an educated thing you can educate our children about this and no one has even thought of making a class to educate our kids about good and bad and you know i mean okay okay this and, is what i don't understand so, i would rather do that than take it away right and so what you're talking about is life choices yes right yes life choices who should we look to as an as a child who should i be looking to to give me the proper direction and the proper guidance to make these good life choices my parents not the government right the government has absolutely no right the government needs to stay out of our lives including republican governments stop stop making laws well i mean stop making laws that restrict americans leave me alone and quit telling me how i should live yes yes the internet is for everybody it's free free speech Free speech. Yep. Everybody gets it all over the world. So, y'all have a badass Friday and weekend. And we'll let you know what we did this weekend on Monday. Is this thing working? Rise up. Well, hey, everybody. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. And I hope you've enjoyed the show. Hope you've learned some things about what's going on around us in the nation and in your communities. You know, we couldn't do this without your continued support either. We appreciate all of you showing up, taking the time to listen to us today. So please, like I say, make sure to hit the like button, share our show with all your friends. We'll see you next time on Is This Thing Working? And as always, I'm James, and that's my lovely co-host over there. Denise. And we'll see you next time. We're out.